Hello and good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this week's new episode of Breakfast with Boom. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. And if I sound like I'm out of breath, well, folks, it is because I haven't even taken off the jacket yet. I literally seconds ago sat down in front of the seat. I had to take my sister to a follow-up doctor's appointment. And of course, we hit traffic and well, you know, family first. Uh, but listen, we're here. We have an absolutely astounding show. I mean, some big promotions at Microsoft, Sony spiraling out of control, false Spider-Man 2 sales numbers. I don't know. They were double counted. Of course, GI.biz had to issue an apology for their shenanigans. And folks, look, I don't get a dime every time there's a new subscriber to Game Pass. I don't get a dime every time someone buys an outfit on Call of Duty. What I do get is more value to our service known as Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. And one of the things that is going to print money for Xbox, starting in the spring of next year, is Call of Duty Warzone Mobile. Folks, this game, this new game, is not releasing until spring of 2024. You know what's bugged out? You know what's crazy? You know what's absolutely insane? They already have 45 plus million pre-registered players. And the game don't come out until next year in the spring. Think about that for a second. So why am I excited? Oh, well, by the title, you can see PlayStation 5 players and mobile will fund the next acquisition of Sega or Square Enix or Crystal Dynamics or Eidos Montreal or IO Interactive. Basically, Microsoft is going to be printing money. And you know who's going to win? We're going to win. Now, pardon the, 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 the gameplay. This is the start of Alan Wake. It's very dark. It does get a little bit more visually appealing to the eye it's too bothersome because it's too dark i'll change to something else but yes this is the first opening uh minutes of it and yes there is a big naked man that you see on your screen if you can see it it's again not appealing to the eye but it is what it is let's get to the intros start first with crispy bond brother Welcome, as always. Uh, we have a lot to get into. Some controversy, you know, Spider-Man 2 numbers being double counted. I think more more, uh, more pointed evidence that the gaming media is corrupt. Because who makes that mistake? Because I know that when I went to school, the teacher taught me one block, two block, three block, four block, five block, six block. So I know how to count. I don't know what happened with uh, at, at GI.biz and how the numbers were double counted, but man, pretty embarrassing. Good morning, kind sir. It's magical, boom. It's magical. Inflation, that's what it is. Um, <laughs> great to be here. Uh, good morning to the chat and all of you fine gentlemen. And uh, yeah, we're, we're going to get into it because there is a lot to cover and it seems like it always happens on Fridays. So I'm ready. Let's go. Yes, and I'm ready as well. Uh, Dreadpool, sir, welcome back. I'm glad that you were able to fix your, your PC woes. Obviously, normally, we don't get you here normally on Fridays during the month of, 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 of October because, you know, you and the missus do the whole Halloween thing. So it's great 
to have yes. you here and you and you return where we have three massive topics to get into. Good morning. And what have you had for breakfast? Because I had waffles. This morning. Good morning, everyone. Uh, uh, my apologies for last week. I was doing my best, but I ended up staying out of town. So I couldn't even make it back in time. So at least I jumped in the chat to say hello to you guys. Uh, again, I miss you all, especially the month of October. Um, we did um, uh, Tampa Bay's Hollow Scream. So that's why I'm here. And then the computer decided to crash on me. And I'm like, no, I'm finally here and I can do this. So, but we got it going. So we're here. I've got, uh, I'm doing a liquid breakfast. Uh, it's just uh, coffee and uh, Italian sweet cream, no sugar, none of that stuff. And, um, you know, I'm trying to, a little bit healthier, right? But yeah, I can't wait to talk about all the things that we're going to talk about today. I got some fire to, to brew. And I got to tell you, that opening scene, that looked a lot better than the PlayStation opening scene. Yes. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? With the, the yeah. big baby baby steps, whatever that game was called. Yeah, that's, that's pretty bad. Yeah, That's a game of the year, 2024. I, I, I thought we were talking about resolution and how everything had to be. Yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? So let let's let's get some uh, serious. Uh, we're we're going to get into it. We oh yeah, we have a lot to get into. Uh, last and no way least, best bald head in the business, best race car driver in the pit. Fuzzy Belvedere, good morning, kind sir. Again, another Friday, literally packed to the gills with topic after topic after topic, and of course, the one that we're going to open with is the ridiculousness known as the double-counted Spider-Man numbers. I mean, look, I'm not a mathematician, right? I got some college, right? I, You know, mm -hmm. it's fine. But I can tell you what I didn't do is inflate numbers for a brand that's personally and, and professionally on fire from the inside just to be able to say it beat out this. I think it's preposterous. I think that it is another pointed uh, 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 aspect of the media not getting it wrong, be, but being corrupt. Good morning, sir. How are you feeling? Good morning, everyone. I'm, I'm feeling great. Um, Xbox is in the news in a great way for these past few weeks, and uh, it just keeps rolling in. Uh, PlayStation, on the other hand, I, I remember that uh, Looney Tunes episode or cartoon where it was like Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck is like one for me. Uh, one two for you or no it was like uh one for me one for you and then one two for me one or two for you and then yeah one mm -hmm. two three for me three for you and it's like wait a minute how, how is that all adding up but um yeah playstation at this point i don't know i we've been saying hey you know as playstation fans because we all have our own playstations as well like hey where's the roadmap hey why aren't people asking questions about this or that and you know PlayStation Nation still quiet about you know the the fire that's in front of their face and burning their their shoes, but you know yep. it is what it is. But uh, yeah, we'll get into it, and there's so much more to talk about. But oh yeah, we, man, we do. There's Xbox, been some. Yeah, there you go. Talk about it. I mean, X Xbox right now. I would say no matter what the gaming media does, as far as the hit pieces they put out there, it, it's getting drowned out by the positive stuff coming from Xbox camp. So. We'll, we'll definitely get into it, but man, I'm glad to be here with you guys. We've got a lot to talk about. 
Yeah, we do. And like I said, I'm going to let the footage folks uh, play for a little bit. Uh, I it, it is going to lighten up where you actually see the characters, but if it stays too dark, and, and I kind of figured, which is why I don't have Resident Evil footage or even Dead Space, because it's honestly, it's it's just too dark. But it, it, if it starts to lighten up, because they're getting, you're there in the morning and you're going to start to see that they're going to get some uh, some God uh, rays, but um, it looks beautiful. Okay. All right. As long as you guys think it's okay, it's fine. It's fine. Um, Fuzzy, I want to start with you first. Let, let, let's talk about what uh, Christopher Dring of GI.biz had to say regarding this conundrum. Um, the UK, as we know, uh, is a, a very powerful place when it comes to the PlayStation brand. Um, and uh, Christopher Dring, I can't see what he writes because the coward has blocked me. I mean, that's perfectly fine. Um, I don't think I've ever gone at him like being disrespectful. Um, I have never been disrespectful. I've been pointed, but he has made his name in the community as someone that takes digs at place at, at, at Xbox on a regular basis. It's just what he does. He's a part of the, the media circus that has made their personal business in the last three to five years, maybe even a little bit longer, mm-hmm. take pop shots at, at at Xbox because, well, hate apparently is is something people like to click on. So this is this is the response to the reported numbers of Spider-Man Two even outpacing Hogwarts Legacy when it came to physical sales in the UK. So this is what he had to say. There was some double counting of Spider-Man 2 physical sales in the UK charts this week, which means we've updated our story. It's now not the biggest PS5 launch of the year. That title remains with Hogwarts Legacy, and sales were lower than previously reported. But this is the dig. Still well ahead of Mario. I don't even believe that. Because, well, they lied once. Why not lie again? Uh, and you see, it, 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 it's, it's it, instead of, hey, we got it wrong. We apologize for it. We, we've, we've adjusted the story the way a normal person would do it. This is how a coward responds. And, of course, you know, it's, 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 no, no blame is, is pointed at anyone who's responsible for the double counting. But it also throws a dig in there. I'm actually surprised he didn't try and throw a, oh, well, it's, it's still selling better than Starfield. And it probably isn't. But I'm just saying that I'm, so, I'm, sh- I'm shocked, Fuzzy, that there wasn't an Xbox take. Because that's what this guy does. That's what GI yeah. does. does. Um, could we kind of have a conversation? Like, how, how does this happen? How does double counting? I mean, it's it, 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 it's it's. The, the sale is a sale. You sell, right. you sell one, you sell one, you sell one, you sell, mm-hmm. you sell two. I, again, no mathematician here, but this is, I don't, I mean, listen, maybe I'm taking it a, a step too far, too, too far when I suggest mm-hmm. that this is pointed evidence that the media is corrupt. But that's where I'm going with it. If I'm wrong, oh, yeah. I'll be the first one to stand on my stone and admit it. Let's get your hot take on this mistake. Well, I, I think a lot of it comes down to, one, their influence or their their you know love for that particular brand. So any 
possible way that they could spin a positive news cycle on that brand. I think they'll, they'll do their best to do it. But I, I think sometimes they wind up counting the digital sale as a physical sale. So, for example, the bundles, for example, we all know that those are digital codes in the box. It's not like the old days where they have a physical disc in the box and, and whatnot. So I'm wondering if they included those physical sales as well. Uh, or the the console bundles as a physical sale, and then you know knowing that those are actually digital numbers, uh, or or ignoring that those are digital numbers, and then also counting the physical box sales. Which the funny thing about all of this is that most people have moved over to digital. Like I, I'm pretty sure it's been proven that over seventy percent of sales now are digital, if not more. Like seventy seventy uh, percent is like the I guess you could say the conservative uh, measure, but like for the most part, a majority of the gaming sales these days is digital. And it's been that way for probably the past two or three years, at least. Uh, well, actually, probably for the past 10 years, but it's been growing, you know, leaps and bounds as as uh, we've come to today type of thing. But it, it's it's funny to me that they're all about how fast this thing sell, uh, sells in comparison to like other previous PlayStation titles. And if this was like the fastest selling title within that, you know, 24 hour period, which they keep on adjusting the amount of time that they measure that it should at this point have surpassed God of war. And if we don't hear that they, you know, announce that, Hey, it's surpassed God of war in sales, then Maybe they double counted beyond just the UK sales overall, but uh, we'll we'll see how the, uh, this goes. I I think there's this inherent fear that you know with it only being a PlayStation Five uh, title, and sure there are a ton of PlayStation Fives out there in the wild, but we all know that in most cases, with the exception of Nintendo, most times you're you're lucky to get anything in the ten percent range of your overall install base. Nintendo's that that outlier where they can get 25, 35, maybe even 50% of their uh, you know, they have uh, one of the sales. highest one-to-ones in gaming. Now, obviously, it's not a hundred percent, it's not ninety percent. Right. I had to actually somebody some somebody on, on Twitter actually tried to correct me, like, hey boom, FYI, you know, you keep saying Nintendo was one-to-one. I, I never said they were one-to-one. I said that they were the closest company that could be considered one-to-one. Mm-hmm. When you consider that you go back, and again, it's not every game, but you go right. back to Zelda uh, Breath of the Wild, they sold more copies of Breath of the Wild than they did consoles. That's a fact, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, Mario uh, Mario Kart, uh, uh, the, 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 re- the, re- the remake, uh, I believe it's Deluxe, mm-hmm. has like, it's like 75% uh, or, or closer to 70% of people that actually have a console versus, so they, they, they are the high mark when it comes to this let sony inter- is not sony is 10 percent, and you're absolutely right by saying that let yeah. me interject on breath of the wild that also came out on the wii uh the wii mm-hmm. u so that's that's why it more than one-to-one when it came down to that yes so again it, it's, it's still impressive when you look at it yeah oh yeah yeah like no no one is going to ever doubt nintendo knows how to sell software they they are the kings as far as when it comes to gaming uh in comparison to like how many pieces of hardware they sell versus software but with with spider-man 2 only being a playstation 5 exclusive which is great that they're now moving to next gen only it does limit your install base and as we've seen like that 10 percent number tends to be the case with like 
uh, a lot of the PlayStation, you know, first party titles. I mean, when they had 120 some million consoles with the PS4 sitting out there, they're still only getting about 10% of the, the install base to buy them. Now, if that's a matter of uh, scalpers still having them in basements, mm-hmm. kind of doubt it. But I think it also comes into play where you'll have a household that may have multiple PlayStations, but you only need one copy for those multiple PlayStations in the household. So it, it it's it's funny to see how quick the gaming media is to jump on board and say, oh, yeah, this is the fastest selling ever. And, you know, they sold better than Hogwarts, which that that's an IP that across the board, especially with it being on multiple platforms, it's going to be a hard one to reach. Um, it sold well on Xbox. It sold well on PlayStation. It sold well on PC. So if they're going to count box sales just for PlayStation 4, what actually I think that one only came out on PlayStation 5 and Xbox series uh, consoles at the time. Um, that one also kind of broke records for the fact that it had a smaller install base considering how far, uh, uh, how many far or how many months ago it came out in comparison to Spider-Man two. Um, but that being a multi-plat, that one is going to be a tall order to like surpass. And, you know, this just goes to sell, I guess they, they overcounted or overestimated or whatever the case may be, but you know, we'll, we'll see if Sony makes that announcement that this is surpassed uh, God of war at this point. And if it hasn't, that that's not the end of the world, but it, it will go to show that maybe that there's some, slow in demand and maybe Sony should consider, you know, releasing day and date on PC or some title should possibly still release on PS4. If, if there's enough of those out there in the wild where people haven't upgraded or been able to upgrade to a PS5 at this time. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. Well, look, uh, Sp- Spider-Man is a brand that's going to sell now, unfortunately, uh, besides only releasing for the PlayStation four, uh, and I'm going to bring, crispy bomb in on the conversation uh and I, I see there's a ton of super chats i will get to them as soon as we're done with this uh topic and if there are any that are topic related I'll, I'll read those as well uh crispy when you when you consider spider-man as a brand right uh spider-man as a character especially now with miles morales and i and, and miles morales character is so impactful uh because he represents two astounding cultures in being half african-american and half Hispanic, being Puerto Rican. And I think that having that kind of representation is not only incredible for the brand itself, but it's incredible for the children that are going to grow up. Because remember, we grew up in an era where Spider-Man was just Spider-Man, right? And there, there was very little or, uh, or, or rare diversity. Now, it's a, you look at Marvel and you look at the way things are, pre- are presented, this is this is a this is a it's powerful imagery, right? Um, and we've seen Spider-Man one. We saw the Miles Morales expansion. Now we've seen them there together. They're they're equally in the game. They equally have a, an important part to play in this story. I'm quite enjoying it, but it's been marred, right? It's been marred with controversy. Uh, we had the uh the you know the debug situation you know it's it, it is what it is there was a patch i don't know what they fixed i know that the patch addressed the other controversy that they had a cuban flag all over the place rather than the the puerto rican flag 
that's that's a bit of a you know a mark that, that's an insult boom let's be oh, honest no, no, no. It, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's 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 absolutely and i say and i see what you're saying and i i, I want you to go ham on it because it is an insult considering how well they did with miles morales and I, folks i told you i'm not gonna tell you the same story again but i you know how i feel about that particular opening part it moved me to tears, and I'm not I'm not ashamed to say it, and that's all I'll say about it because I've already talked about it to death. But now, on top of multiple controversies with quality, the fact that it's not on PlayStation 4, okay, I get it, generations, I totally understand it, even though it probably could run on a PlayStation 4 without a problem because one in uh, Spider-Man 1 and Miles Morales did, but okay, got the Cuban flag situation, you got the bugs. And now you have more controversy hitting this game in regards to false numbers being reported. Who are these false numbers being reported for? And how does this actually happen in modern gaming and reporting in 2023? Because I don't remember the last time this actually has happened. Please, by all means, take it away. Well, I mean, you know, the 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 fanboy in some of these journalists is like this has to be true this this is this is perfect this is exactly what i want to run with um and that's where it's like can you can you take a moment and not jump the gun because it didn't come from sony themselves let's be honest here you know i mean like they 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 have been eerily quiet like we're not used to this Usually they have some kind of dig back at Xbox at this point, because regardless of how you feel, if you go and look at it, they have been challenging that it's their only competition is Xbox, even though Nintendo is quietly sitting there. And that's where that dig from drink. I'm just like, dude, why? Why would you even bring that up? Like, you know that, like, it's going to sell at least probably 50 percent on, on the switch. Like by the end, by the time they're like done, like actually pushing it at all, it's going to be at like 50% because the switch has found this little niche that nobody else wants to do. See, Xbox has found their niche. They say game pass and also release on PC. Imagine if Spider-Man two released on PC. Imagine that. I think, I think it would be at 5 million right now easily. Okay. And and that's I where I go and say, and, and I, I, I got attacked and all I did, it was like, somebody was attacking somebody else. And I'm like, you know, about the whole sales things. And this was the farce 2.5 million. You know what I mean? And I, I'm like, okay, like, I'm going to be honest. Like if this game was co-op, I think it would have sold more because you already have two characters. They're already in the universe. I think that would have been pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? And then I I had to go on a like like dude, like I play multiplayer games. Yes, it's a co-op multiplayer. It is a little different, but it's still for for Sony at this point, it would be considered a multiplayer game. That would be innovation to me for this game. And this is where I go back to uh, something I said, you know, on this show many months ago and I said, could there be Spider-Man fatigue? Like like and I'm not talking just the games. I'm talking all the movies that have come out in between these games. You know what I'm saying? Could people just be like, I, I'm not. And then they see the bugs. And you could sit here and tell me that it's a lie. But I have seen different bugs for, for different situations. T- 
tell me they're forced or not. It's supposed to be an open world game. You're supposed to be able to do what the heck you want in some way, shape, or form. Yes, there's going to be a linear story. They screwed up, and and we give a lot of devs BS for releasing a day one patch. This ain't day one, people. You know what I mean? Like, there's something going on. And for us gamers, the, the people that actually have have at least played, like, yes, I have a PlayStation 4. It has been sitting in the basement. I'm trying to sell it. Like, I don't, I don't have any interest. I don't feel that they're doing anything that, you know, gravitates towards me. I, I, I need some multiplayer. Like, give me a reason to pay that extra forty dollars for your oh, service. You, you don't want you know soap stars, I mean? sir. Like, I, I, I thought you'd be jumping on soap stars for sure. <laughs> foam, foam soap, foam <laughs> whatever soap, they want. <laughs> don't drop the soap. I don't know. <laughs> but seriously, like we're, you know, like th that's where I tried to tell people, like, dude, like us as Xbox first gamers, we we are used to like variety and and multiplayer and and single player and and all they have they have given us this they, they the one thing that xbox stuck with is the one thing that i call y'all out for and it's like oh we're gonna go to pc everybody's like oh we don't want sony now you're looking at these sales and it's like dude like what does starfield say 11 million when star when spider-man gonna get to that because i'm gonna tell you right now i've seen enough photos of people just walking in best buys or stuff like that and just be like oh uh, yeah it's flying off the shelves and it's completely full okay like you know you stand on your hill for so long and eventually you watch it crumble and you still stand there until you fall down and in, into the abyss and and that's where they're at right now they don't know what to do and and they released the game at least at the beginning which we've given cyberpunk and and many other games with, with, you know, like, I mean, a sugar cube, like I have seen so many different videos of all of a sudden you're a sugar cube. And I'm like, this is from different people. And these are different videos. And I'm like, dude, what are you guys doing? Yeah, like, but according to the press and according to some people with on the socials, it's people trying to break the game. Like we're going out of our way. I had numerous uh, uh, crashes where I'm in the midst of something and I got to redo the whole thing. And again, it was just five minutes. No big deal. But the fact that the game crashed multiple times is is pretty ridiculous. Well, and, and here's here's I'll, I will actually solidify your point right there. I can't count how many people argued with people like, oh, no, it's Alex or stuff like that. This is not an RPG. Okay, and and I, honestly, at this point, because you're you're touting the fact that people are breaking the game, this is not open world either. This is a linear story driven game, which I get it. You know, five six years ago, that's what everybody was about. We are starting to break through that. Like you see, multiplayer games that are coming out with betas that are are just getting astronomical numbers, and then. Sony said, and this is where I say, like, they might have been too abrupt on Jim. The only thing is we haven't seen any fruits of the labor. They didn't give him a chance. Now, the gas game thing, that's where, you know, we will all agree or disagree. It is, It could be there, but you have to do it right. You have to bring out a, a multiplayer element, a reason to keep coming back. I've seen people already beat this game. I mean, you've seen anybody like, you know, like, hey, like, 
15, 20 hours in, I'm done with, you know, like a game like Starfield, which apparently is is always the comparison now. I, I just want to point that out. It's it's kind of funny. Like you guys still talk about Starfield when you're when you're trying to like bash it. And it's like, dude, like you do realize like you're just giving it more, you know, um eyes on it. And people are like, Well, why is this game so bad? Why is everybody talking ish about it? Like <laughs> There's going to be people like that. So you are actually giving them clout. It's kind of ridiculous. And and to go and say that, you know, Spider-Man is just this magical thing and, and nothing can go wrong. Well, that's the way the media just proved that they try to act like. They ignore all of the problems. They ignore all of them. Yep. And, and, and us gamers say, no, 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 there's problems. Not everyone's having the problem. We understand that. But there's enough people that have the problem that you needed to address it. And that's why they came out with another patch. Just sit on that. I mean, listen, you're making phenomenal points Uh, so far. You know, we're going to get get to Dredd and get his hot take on this. Uh, It is, uh, look, like I said, to me, it's an 8.5 out of 10. The story is very endearing. The writing is phenomenal. Graphically. It is top notch. It's what I would expect in a Sony game. So, you know, some people are like, oh, boom, you shouldn't give it an eight. Uh, you should give it an eight. You should give it a seven. I played, I don't know, what did I play? It's 16, 17 hours. I hit level 22. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a map guy. Uh, I, I know some people have beaten it 15 hours. I, I don't play these games that way. You guys, all, you guys and gals know that. I, I like a game like Ghost of Tsushima. I put 70 hours into before I beat it because I'm a map guy. I, I like trying to get everything. I'm playing this the same way. I'm I'm leveling up nice and even. I'm play, I'm taking time with Peter. I'm taking time with Miles. I'm doing every time something pops up on the map, I go. That's just that's how I play the Sony games. Uh, so I'm enjoying it. I, I I there are times when I've been frustrated, especially when you have to when you're chasing something. I don't know what it is. It does not feel as responsive when you're swinging. Miles is fast because he's younger, right? He's a kid. He's much faster than Peter. But even with Miles, I don't feel like I'm getting there quick enough. It almost feels like there's a an invisible force slowing me down. It's, it's the weirdest thing. I don't, I don't know how else to describe it. But before we bring in Dreadpool, let me catch up on the Super Chat. It's been quite a few of them. Bold Alpha Wolfpack drops. Wow, what a very outstanding $20 super chat and says, did anyone see the Bobby Kotick uh, interview on CNBC? They briefly touched on AI and how it was helping remake games that have been in the library for 30 plus years. So they probably already have some in the pipeline on the way. I did not see that. And okay, so from a, a, a fan of like like a prototype, I'm a huge prototype man. If there was a way that I didn't have to wait three years for a remake, I would be like, yeah, let's go. I am going to kind of push back a little bit on the whole AI thing because I don't want the industry to forget about the people, the human beings that make these games. I don't want to be able to be like, oh, let's remake a game, let re- AI do it, and then it's no, it, it, it's... It, we're moving into the the, the 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 very serious realm of Judgment Day. I don't want to get there. I don't want to be killed by a Terminator. So I'm just hoping that we could 
you know, we 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 have some some, some guidelines for AI because AI is amazing and it's going to do amazing things. But it's you know, we, I want to pump the brakes a bit. Uh, Scott Woodford drops a very generous five dollar super chat and says, "Happy Friday!" Well, happy Friday to you, brother. He says, "I get fiber internet on Monday. Excited for the new Call of Duty. Keep up the great work." Well, thank you for the compliment, and that's dope. But you're gonna have uh, you know, hot fire uh, speeds for when you play online. That's pretty dope. Uh, Drawn TJ drops a very generous two dollar super chat and says, uh, "They buy the small studios and Sega and then WB and then done." I don't think they'd get WB across the uh, the finish line. Uh, there's no way. Uh, Sega is a different uh, uh, a different animal. Um, I think that they're not going to purchase them. I think they're going to invest. You're going to see, like I think everyone has talked about it, 49% of the company. They're going to invest a very heavy amount of money. They don't have to own them. They just have to have controlling uh, stakes of what they do. I think that's the way to do it. Unless they do buy, maybe they buy Sega. I don't know. Uh, bold Alpha Wolfpack drops an additional, very generous, $5 super chat and says, please, for the love of God, get Crystal Dynamics on, bring back Legacy of Kane, Microsoft. I think those calls have been made, dude. Um, I think Crystal, you got, you got to remember, Crystal Dynamics and Eidos Montreal are working on two massive reboots for the brand in Perfect Dark and Fable. They absolutely need these studios. I don't care about the want. I'm telling you, you, what you do not want to see happen is what happened in the old the old Xbox One days where they would get a game out, the game would be really good, and there would be no talk of a sequel because they did not own the IP or they did not own the studio that built them. A perfect example of that is Quantum Break. We'll never get a Quantum Break 2. Um, hopefully we'll get a son of Rome too, but that's probably going to be multi-plat. Uh, killer instinct is now going to be in a better position because of the studio that originally worked on it for seasons two and three in iron galaxy. They're going to, they're going to be, they actually, someone posted something that there's some sort of announcement happening on the 27th of, of October. I, I don't know if that's real. I mean, that would be today. I haven't seen anything as of yet. You know, we'll, 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 we'll keep watching. Worst case scenario, if something does happen, we'll talk about it on Monday. Uh, but Legacy of Kane, I mean, that would be dope. Uh, I'd love to see a reboot of that. I'd like I'm to see down. a remake. Yeah, I'm absolutely. for that. Oh, absolutely. I know you are because you're a horror guy. Uh, <laughs> Kale Walker drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, Call of Duty mobile money will be crazy. Um, and remember, during the earnings call, Microsoft banked $22.3 billion for the quarter. Holy metric. Just crazy. Oh, wow. Very good brother. Smitty Smith. What's going on, dude? He drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, the people that double counted the Spider-Man sales were powered by the magical SSD. LLO. <laughs> LOL. Of the Book of X. Yeah, that's right. They use the they saw it on the SSD and they, they counted it twice because there was two S's. So they figured two Spider-Mans. That's what they did. That's good. That's a good call. Uh, Anthony Guerrero drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, good morning, panel. Well, good morning to you, Anthony. He says, BEC bagel for breakfast and, and, and been playing the Callisto Protocol 10 out of 10. Hope you'll have a great day. 
Callista Protocol was so good. I got all the way through it. And that last boss before the patch was a mother, father, sister, brother. I could not beat him. I'm going to, since they fixed the difficulty, hopefully, because it would, the spike was crazy. It was like, I did good. I mean, you, you, you die. It's one of those games that you die a lot in because that's just the way it is. That last boss was ridiculous. So I actually have to beat that game. Um, Gerald Mack drops a very generous $5 of Jet and says, shout out to Double Barrel Gaming, Mr. Boomstick and Panel. Salute, gentlemen. Xbox is on fire. PlayStation is burning. We are not the same. Hashtag Graybeards. Hashtag Xbox World Order. Indeed. And we have Dreadful Sean, generous friend of the program, drops an outstanding two. Dollar Super Chat and says they used common core math one sale count test. <laughs> believe it. That's crazy. Um, and Juan drops a very generous two dollar super chat. Good morning, Juan. Thanks so much for joining us. He says it's simple math, guys. <laughs> one plus one equals eleven. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Good. The that's slander. Good. Okay, so obviously we're we're poking fun at the stupidity that is the gaming media. That that's just it's it's coming to a point where they're not even being shy about being biased. They're not being shy about getting it wrong. They don't offer any apologies. They're like, yeah, but we, it was counted twice, but you know, big deal. But at least they're selling more than Mario. What what are your takes on this? I, how dread? How do these kind of mistakes happen? And they only seem to happen for Sony. Like you didn't see, oh, 22 million copies were sold or played of Starfield. You'd never get that. You'd probably get players cut off of the list. How does this happen? They let primitive AI do the counting for them. That's what happened. They uh, And and when I say primitive AI, I'm talking about the morons that uh, are ponies and, and and such that's how it happens you know they're like oh well here's the number uh let me fat finger x2 and equals and see what happens oh that's a better number yeah that looks accurate that looks accurate yeah that's that's how it is um i mean seriously even even ai would have got that right and these guys it, it, it's it's sad when you you can tell that they've taken it upon themselves to somehow inflate the numbers and then get called out on it because even Sony themselves have kept quiet. And with everything going on within um, Sony and PlayStation and all the leadership changes and, and, and whatnots that have happened, um, all that drama, they've, they've kept quiet because normally they would have been talking about, hey, this is how good, you know, I mean, Spider-Man, you can't get a bigger IP right now than Spider-Man. And for that to come out and they're being quiet, that tells you something. And for these guys to turn around and inflate the numbers, it shows you, again, it's, 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 it's that Xbox versus Pony mentality. You know, you, you, And it's like, why? Why do we still do this stuff? But on the flip side, I guess they got tired of bragging about Starfield being um, less than Spider-Man, that they couldn't even do that anymore, and they had to go after Nintendo, which Nintendo stays in their own lane. Nintendo's always stayed in their own lane. So it, it just shows the 
maturity of some of these people. All right. And that, and that's really the thing. It's the maturity, the ethics. It's the stuff that we always call out all the time. You know, uh, when, when, when Xbox needs to smoke, they get the smoke. When PlayStation gets the smoke, they get the smoke. When these reviewers get the smoke, they get the smoke. You know, we've, we, we, we've gone over all this stuff and it always falls back down to proper journalism and ethics. And these guys don't have any of it. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that and that's that's why I went to the AI because uh, we were just talking about the the super chat with AI in games and how everybody believe it or not they're already using it in games. They are not updating these games because um, so you know Sony's doing it too. It's not just Xbox. Everybody, every developer, any which way you can. There are creators on YouTube that are using AI right now. Uh, you don't even realize it. There are so many tools out there. It's basically it's it's to speed up the redundancy of these codes and to validate certain codes. And and granted, AI is not perfect. It is still far from it. So any of this stuff, um, it's a tool. And if you don't use it as a tool, you will get bad results. And if these guys even used it as a tool, they would have come up to the proper conclusion. They didn't, you know, so whether or not they used AI for this count, I, I just threw it in there just because of the, the, the super chat. No, yeah, it's something to be concerned about, though. For but sure. I'm just, yeah, and I, I just want to clarify certain things. That's that's why I'm bringing it up. But, you know, again, this is there's a lot of stuff that needs to be common sense. And whatever happened, I don't know, um, isn't part of German, journalism fact checking? Aren't you supposed uh, yeah, to that would facts? actually be a, a pretty huh. important part. Yeah, mm-hmm. go figure. You know what I mean? And it's like, again, it's just like we talked about with IGN, where um, they put all these videos out, and nobody fact checked to say also on Xbox. No, it's only on PlayStation. And it's like, no, it's on Xbox too. You know, it's also on here. It's also here. Oh no, this one here is also on Xbox. Oh, and by the way, it's also on Game Pass. You guys have uh, neglected to put that in there. That's part of the thing that we call them out on. So this isn't just the one person we're calling out. We've called it out all over the place. When they're wrong, we call them out. Same thing with with PlayStation. When when they get it wrong, we call them out. Xbox yeah. gets it wrong, we call them out. Yep. This is this is how life should be. You mess up, you own up to it. Boom has done it before. I've done it before. Crispy and Fuzzy have also manned up. When we say something wrong and we find out after the fact, because sometimes... We are correct until more information is out. And until Indeed. we have that more information that, that negates what we said, because we said based on the information we had, we were correct. Now the more information is out, it negates it. And now you have to man up and you say, yes, I was wrong. This is mm-hmm. why I went this way. But now I see more facts. This is why I'm leaning this way because of this information. What does this guy do? He starts off right. And then he turns around and goes, well, except for Nintendo, we still beat them. Nobody's playing that game. No, you're wrong again. You're trying to, I don't know, what's that called? Play the hide the shell game, right? Yeah. No, no, no. We ain't, we ain't playing that. We calling you out. Well, I, I would call that the banana in the tailpipe scenario. Uh, don't mm-hmm. fool for the banana in the tailpipe. Betty Murphy, uh, uh, Beverly Hills Cop phenomenal film so so good um look at the end of the day no one wants 
Spider-Man to be more successful than all the others than I do because I, I make no apologies. I absolutely adore and love Ted Price and the team at Insomniac. I think they do God-tier work. I think they have carried Sony on their back for years. Um, and obviously, I'm really enjoying it. I'm I'm enjoying this. Like I said, there's a very endearing story. I have not gotten to some of the more questionable, annoying things about the the MJ sneaking missions. I know that's a real that's a real downer. It's a real drag. Um, Why don't you know, they have we, that as a separate game? I, I don't. I, well, game. it wouldn't sell. I can tell you that right now because nobody. I mean, <laughs> exactly. I just, that's it, it the just, point. It just it it wouldn't sell. Um, Stop but, putting it in the game. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's fine. I I'll get to it and it'll be a slug and it's fine. But right now all, all life is what you see in front of you. I've only I was up to 115 playing. Um I got 2 hours of Halo. I'm I just hit level just before Captain. I'm trying to get that Master Chief armor, which I will do before the season is done because I if you have not played Halo Infinite uh season 5, my god, for the love of Joe, please play because it is the best season to date. But with that said, I want to move on to what happened yesterday. And, and you know, we, we talk about it as a, as, a, as, a, as a community because we are very excited. And the two individuals that we're going we're gonna to ref, be referencing in this conversation, who I could not be more happy for, more proud of, and they deserve it 10 times over, is, of course, Sarah Bond becoming president of Xbox Game Studios, and of course um, Matt Booty getting a really really big position and 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 holding some serious uh, say so over what happens at Bethesda. Now I have a couple of things I w- I do want to bring up uh, for context, uh, and I'll start with. Let me just get to her. Oh, and by the way, FYI, I know that we talked about the UK for Spider Man. I have the the uh, the top te- uh, top ten games for Japan regarding sales of all the PlayStation games, and what's concerning, and I think this is where you see Sony's they got some they got some real issues going on over there. Is Spider Man Two for the PlayStation Five has only sold seventy seven thousand units in Japan. Now, if you look at what was sold for uh, Miles Morales, which was the second one, that was almost doubled up. It only uh, the Miles Morales for the PS4 and PS5 only sold forty-one thousand copies. Marvel's Spider-Man sold one hundred and thirty-two thousand copies uh, for the PlayStation Four. And obviously, again, 77,000 copies for Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man 2 in Japan. And uh, thanks to the Black Viking, a generous friend of the program, as well as an amazing person in the community, he puts this out on Twitter. And out of the uh, 10, uh, the top 10 games sold for PlayStation, Marvel's Spider-Man 2, which just released, is number five. And in front of it is Resident Evil 4, Elden Ring, Armored Core 6, Fires of Rubicon, and Final Fantasy 16 at number one. Final Fantasy 16 has sold in Japan, which is, this is not a surprise, folks, 
336,000 copies since launch in June versus Spider-Man's 77,000 since launch. And again, I'm not, I'm going to be fair here. Spider-Man just launched, so I'm sure they're going to tack on some numbers and it actually might beat Spider-Man 1, which is sitting at 132,000. But Crispy, you said something that's pretty interesting. Now, again, I'm 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 a conundrum because I'm a Spider-Man stan. I make no no excuses or apologies for it. So when there's a new Spider-Man game, Boom is going to buy it, and he's probably going to buy, uh, you know, all the peripheral. I got the controller yesterday; it finally came in. I ordered the second. They're not they're not the official plates, but they're as good as the official plates because a friend of mine, Jay the Destroyer, got him. He's like, Boom, you got to get these; they're just as good. So I ordered them. Uh, I'm not paying $200 for plates for the original for the for the official ones. I'm just I'm just not gonna. My, my order got canceled somehow, so that's that's life. Um, but crispy, you said Spider-Man might be running its course with the with the fans. It might be what what, what was the exact wording that you used? It, it's it's just there's there's like a point where they're just like enough's enough. Like I've seen yeah. enough Spider-Man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's that's really what I'm trying to get at. No, it, it, and, and, and it, it it makes perfect sense. But listen, Superhero let's get fatigue. into what happened yesterday because I think that is a more powerful story for a multitude of reasons. Okay. Now, of course, I I do want to shout out uh Benji Sales, who was one of the many. Tom Warren was out there, you know, reporting this. All, all, all of our normal Hazardor gaming, Idol Sloth. There's just so many people, the Black Viking, Jay, Jay Rock was out there putting it out there. Tim Dog was making tweets about it. Sarah Bond, I have yet to meet. He does follow me on Twitter, and it's it's shocking that someone of her her, her status quo would follow someone. Because again, I, I, I'm only have like I think twelve or thirteen thousand followers. I'm still very very low in the totem pole. But her getting this position basically tells me that she is ultimately officially, without anyone saying a freaking word, going to succeed Phil Spencer when he is done, and I love it. I absolutely think that it is the most genuine thing that could possibly happen to someone that is incredibly intelligent, super pointed, and actually cares about us, the gamers, the consumers. She's a consumer-first, front-facing uh, C-level executive, which is why one of the reasons why I really do dig what she's what what she's all about. Well, Sarah Bond, uh, as president of Xbox, now oversees folks, devices, player and creator experiences platform engineering, strategy, business planning, data and analysis, as well as business development. And this comes the way of the Phil Spencer memo to everyone at Microsoft. And I think basically, according to Benji Sales, she essentially now runs the daily operations of the Xbox platform besides its studios. That is absolutely Amazing and well-deserved. Well, not to be outdone, folks. Matt Booty, as he's known as Peaches in many circles, and the killer, because obviously it was thanks, you know, everyone thinks that he's mild-mannered, right? You know, he's got his glasses on. No one thinks he's a threat. 
and he rips open the chat. And there's a and there's a there's a big M there, right? He's the dude that says that Microsoft is, is in a position to out uh, to spend PlayStation out of business. That's the killer. That this is the Agent Forty Seven that we didn't know we had because, like I said. Many people have given Matt Booty because you don't, you don't really hear from him, right? He's not like a Phil Spencer. He's not like a Sarah Bond or an Aaron Greenberg where we hear from him. But we did hear from him during the court proceedings, and that's the real Matt Booty. Well, folks, uh, Matt Booty has been promoted. He didn't know, and I don't think anyone don't know, but I'm going to read it verbatim anyway, to president of gaming content and studios at Bethesda. And that includes the responsibility of overseeing operations at both ZeniMax and Bethesda. And the studio will continue to uh, operating as a limited integration entity. But anything that is done, they must, in fact, report to Matt Booty. And that means what I tell you, folks, what did I tell you about after the Red Bull scenario? That will never, ever happen again for Bethesda, Activision Blizzard King, or Xbox Game Studios. That is the last time that is ever going to happen. Okay, so let's bring this way back to, of course, Fuzzy Belvedere. This is a triumphant day. These are two C-level executives that have been a pinnacle part of the rebirth or the regrowth of, of Xbox. And I think why this is even, why this, this is an even more important story folks is the market leader PlayStation who has done egregious behavior, not only to the gaming industry as a whole with what happened with ABK, but the fact that they could give a flying F about their employees because we see what's going on. And even worse than that, they rake their coal, their, their players over the coal. That ship is burning and it's sinking. And it just so happens that all of this amazing potential game-changing, pun intended, is happening at the same time for Microsoft to companies and platforms going in totally opposite directions let's talk sarah bond and matt booty brother break it down get your hot take on it well i'm I'm so glad to see that they're doing the reorganization now like after the you know almost two year stint of trying to acquire abk now they can get into getting everybody in in you know, positions where they can be most effective as opposed to focusing on regular uh, regulators and things like that. Uh, we all kind of knew that Sarah was kind of being groomed for the uh, head of Xbox position to some extent. I was under the impression, well, maybe they'll they'll throw her over at ABK first and and kind of reorganize that. And then she can hop back and, and uh, do Xbox. But I'm, I'm glad that they just skipped that move altogether and said, all right, here's the keys to Xbox. Go ahead and do like what you've been doing with Game Pass, what you've been doing behind the scenes with a lot of developers and things like that. And go ahead and uh, head up Xbox while Phil is in his more CEO role as far as uh, for Microsoft gaming. So he can focus on the overall big picture. She can focus on primarily just the Xbox portion of things. And then with 
kind of like what you said with the the whole Redfall thing over at Bethesda and you know Pete Hines leaving and everything. I think this is a perfect opportunity to have Matt Booty kind of have all of those things kind of under his wing, uh, per se. Um, just because, like, in the grand scheme of things, whether you want to say that, you know, some of the the output has been slower than expected over the past couple of years or all the people that looked at Matt Booty like, well, what is he really doing? Well, you, you didn't have that issue as far as, like, uh, missing, let, let's say, milestones or having it where a game came out far beyond broken kind of thing. Well, not far beyond because Redfall really wasn't broken. It just wasn't content complete. Let's say you didn't have that on the Xbox studio side under the Matt Booty uh, timeframe as far as when he was in charge of that. So having him now help Bethesda kind of get to those same goals, uh, I think will definitely be you know reflective in their future releases. Um, th- those two, um, you know, executives have been over the past couple of years have been, you know, working behind the scenes. We saw some of the court documents on some of their statements. We've seen the the fruits of their labor as far as uh, the inroads that uh, Sarah Bond did within, you know, the East as far as going to a lot of devs in Korea, as well as Japan and even some of the studios in China and getting content in Game Pass, getting content on Xbox in general. So, you know, moving forward, I, I think this is a, a a uh, clear sign of the direction that things will continue to progress, continue to improve. And at this point, like if you look over at PlayStation, some of the, the same executives that would be in the position of what uh, those two are in now, well, Jim is pretty much out the door uh, here pretty soon, or we haven't really seen him. <laughs> According to King, we should probably uh, put out a milk carton or something like that for Jim Ryan because no one's actually seen him in, in public kind of thing. That guy's time. again witness protection for sure, no <laughs> doubt. And then with uh Connie, I, I forget her last name, but uh Connie, those I have it here. That, it's uh Connie Booth, uh, yeah. Miss Connie Booth, yeah. You know, with her being kind of ushered out the door over at PlayStation, who knows? Maybe Matt Booty needs somebody under him as far as uh, they can kind of be that pit bull to go into some of the studios and just make sure that they stay on on track or, or things along those lines. Although he's been doing a pretty damn good job on his own, but um. You know, it's, it's just funny to me that, you know, you see one area doing the reorganization in a positive way where they're they're promoting from within, they're expanding their their overall reach and then being able to double down and focus on future stuff in gaming, where the other side of things, we still don't have a clear roadmap. They're losing some of their, their top officials and they have kind of like a interim, not really intern, but interim leadership as far as like somebody that's higher up the Sony food chain kind of temporarily holding the rings for Sony or for PlayStation just feels a little off. It's almost like if Phil was pushed out the door and then, you know, Satya or, or Amy hood was running Xbox at that time kind of thing. And we, we clearly see that that's far from the case. So um, I I'm just glad to see Xbox now is, is hitting its stride and I can only imagine what, you know, 2024 and beyond will look like, um, you know, now that Phil can just focus on the the bigger picture stuff, we can kind of you know quietly talk about wh- who's next after ABK because that could be his focus, or he could be focused on the contracts with ARM as far as for future Xbox hardware and stuff like that. As far as if that's something worthwhile, and then you know Sarah can kind of pinpoint. All right, well we're going to go for you know another Series S where it's going to be the good entry point, but still powerful enough to be able to run next gen stuff. And then the, you know, 
go for another most powerful console for the next gen. So there's going to be a lot of interesting things coming up in the near future. Kind of wondering when we see uh, the the whole reorganization for ABK, if it's immediately after yes. Bobby Kotek is out the door kind of thing, or if it might be, you know, several months after. And and after they visited ABK the other week, I, I would I would almost assume it's already kind of decided. It's just that it's not publicly announced while Bobby yep. Kotek is, is still, you know, in his seat. And then when he gets out of it by January 1st or whatever, then, you know, they'll probably make that announcement. But we'll, we'll see how that goes, whether it's Ibarra or if it's somebody from outside or somebody that we don't know the name of quite yet. You know, the organization. it's funny you say that, uh, Fuzzy Belvedere, because Jim Boats in the chat. And Jim, welcome to the program, brother. It's a name I don't really recognize, but I'm, I'm glad that you're here. He says, what about Connie Booth for Activision? Right. That would be powerful. interesting. Like I, I kind of joked about that on another podcast where it's like, it's you know, powerful. Yeah, yeah. man. It, it would definitely help get them reorganized. I mean, they, they seem to be doing better now that the lights at the end of the tunnel with, you know, Microsoft being, you know, fully acquiring them and everything, but having somebody that's been known to be the get it done person over at PlayStation, be the effective person there and help with the reorganization of not having everybody in the salt mines of call of duty might be the way to go. So, you know, usually when they fire you, any non-competes go out the window kind of thing. So that, that shouldn't be a concern at that point. And there's always been workarounds for non-competes. You can be an advisor as opposed to being actively in that position. So that that's some of the, you know, corporate stuff I've seen in the past, but um, yeah, that would be awesome if, if that's the case. Um, pick up from where, you know, PlayStation of the past, where it was all about their, their quality control on games. It seemed like that's slipped a bit as of more recent, but Mm. I don't think that that would be that particular individual's issue as opposed to maybe higher up saying, well, no, that's good enough. Push it out the door. And that might be where, you know, Jim, you know, failed at certain, certain things outside of, you know, focusing so heavily in games as a service and stuff. But, um, We'll see how things pan out for ABK, but the future is bright for Xbox. And it, you know, for all of those, you know, naysayers out there, them and saying, oh, they're going out, of, uh, they're going to be a third party in 2027. It's like you might be projecting at the wrong company. You might want to look at the blue side as far as being a third party in 2027 kind of thing. Cause if things keep on going the way they are, where they have to have, you know, some of the, the higher execs at Sony running things at PlayStation. They might just uh, eventually look at, well, we're not making enough on consoles, so stop producing them. But, you know, we'll, we'll see. That's a, a little little too far in the, the future to say anything about tea leaves or anything like that. But right now for Xbox, it's looking very, very positive for, you know, years to come all the way through to next gen. So we'll see how things go for the uh, for ABK and the rest. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting. I, I think January we get the reorganization announcement because at that point, the start of 2024, uh, Bobby Kotek is no longer with the company. He's gotten his uh, millions and millions of dollars, his golden parachute as as it would, and he'll, he'll be no longer a part of the now uh, new direction that Activision uh, and Blizzard King are, are going to take, specifically in Activision because obviously there was a lot of – really really uh pretty stout uh um uh you know controversy there uh you know with the way employees were treat- treated a lot of the sexual uh misconduct that went on uh the there's gonna be i i think because it's so large 
that yes, I'm sure that they do have an idea of who's going to be where. Uh, that's obviously, you know, we're only in October. There's still November. There's still December. So there's still another 60 plus days of Bobby Kotick being in the position that he's in. Now, is he making decisions? Probably not. That's all coming from Phil. Uh, and we know that because he said, he goes, I report to Phil, which is fine. He's probably chilling. He's going to, you know, have a great holiday. He's going to be even more rich than he is now, which good, good on him. Bye. Take, take your golden parachute. Buy an island and you chill. What can I tell you? We won't have to deal with him. Uh, and we're going to deal with uh, a, a more focused, you know, uh, uh, you know, union friendly Activision. Uh, Microsoft is known for being one of the best companies in the world to work for. I would imagine that is why that we saw so many smiles and so many pictures and so many hugs and excitement between the three visits between Activision, Blizzard, and King, when you saw you know, Sarah out there and Phil and his staff, it's because people are excited for the future. It's, it's a very bright future for Xbox. Not, and again, I'm not, I'm not capping for the trillion-dollar company, folks. I'm looking at it from, from, from my point of view, but I'm also looking at it, and I think this is the most important thing, the human element that seems to be left out of the, uh, of the conversation when it comes to what makes these games. People, real people make that. But I want to reel it in. I do want to get to Crispy Bomb, but Crispy, I want to give a shout out to Galdorf five uh, five twenty nine. He is someone that's in the chat, and he says he's been a soldier for twelve active years. So thank you for your service, brother. We su- we su- we truly appreciate you uh, defending the flag as uh, to give us the freedoms that we have. Let people take for granted what our soldiers. Uh, go through both while they're on uh, active duty and when they're not active duty. And he says, today is one of the worst days in his 12 years. I'm sad to the point where I'm a little depressed. Thanks, Boom, that you are here. Well, brother, we are here for you. And my DM is always open. Uh, It's Mr. Boomstick XL on Twitter. Uh, If you're not following me, follow me, brother. And you need to talk? Let's talk about it. Uh, I served during Desert Storm. I served uh, the NYPD for 21 years, so I'm, I've been an active member practically my whole life. Uh, so I understand. Um, but you know, if you, again, if you, and, and I want to, I want to throw this out there, folks. Uh, Katie Babs, if you don't know who she is, she is one of the disc jockeys over at SiriusXM on one of the channels that Mrs. Boom and I listen to, uh, and of course that is Octane. Uh, we like we like heavy metal. That's just our that's our bag. Uh, and uh, she kind of puts out almost every day religiously. That if you are someone that is struggling with mental illness, if you need someone to talk to, and there's no one in your family you can't talk to, uh, dial the number on your phone right now, 988. Super easy. It's free. You can get it, it's, You could be anonymous. It's 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. You need someone to talk to. If you're feeling like you're, you're, you're on the edge. There's someone you can't reach out to, and maybe talking to a stranger is 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 better. Maybe somebody that was gonna that understands what you're going through. Nine eight eight. Dre, do you want to add something to this, sir? Oh yes. Um, uh, and I'm sure I speak for for Crispy and Fuzzy that both are you know all of our DMs are also always open. Um, I always say that I I usually wait around the holidays when, like for Christmas. Um, but it's it it's always twenty four seven, three sixty five. You know, just reach out. We may not. You know, we are definitely not experts. 
mm-hmm. if you just need someone to to listen, you know, we could be that ear and definitely dial that number if if need be. But you know, we we care about everybody in the community, no matter what. It doesn't matter if you're an Xbox or a Pony or a Nintendo or whatever. We don't care. You know, you're okay. you're a human being, and we we care about each other. You know, that's Indeed. that's how the community is. We're family, so definitely don't feel embarrassed to reach out absolutely never do that because if you need to listen my my pops was one of the smartest dudes i've ever met in my entire life and he's telling me craig never be afraid to ask for help and i lived that my whole life that way i'm never, never afraid to ask for help um flash don't worry brother i'm gonna get to your super chat in a second i want to get to crispy because we still have to talk about Call of Duty and how PlayStation players are literally going to fund the next Microsoft acquisition. Now, whether that's a publisher, whether that's a bunch of uh, studios, or, or, and, or, they're going to help fund some of the big AAA first-party games the same way that, according to Jim Ryan himself, former manager and head dude over at PlayStation, the Call of Duty revenue helped pay for the development of first party. Well, now that is going to sit well with Xbox. And you know what that tells me? They're going to be able to take chances. They're going to be able to get weird. And they're going to have so many games in active development that they're going to drown out the composite uh, competition. Um, Crispy Bomb Let's just continue to talk with Sarah and and Matt Booty. This this is a triumphant day for them, uh, for their careers. They've earned the position that they have been promoted to. Uh, I'm super, super stoked for what is coming in the next few years. Um, I don't think it's going to take too long to see a lot of their personal decisions, their managerial decisions come to fruition. Let's get your hot take on what happened yesterday. I mean, let's be honest here. Who better than Sarah Bond to take over for Phil? No, no, who, no who better? Yeah, no who better? Why. And we, we could take out all of the elements that people are proud of. Let's take them out just as a human being. That is it. This woman has, it, it, she's a wolf in sheep's clothing, but she's just so well spoken. And you saw it during, during her, you know, yes, her did. entire her entire spiel that she gave the federal government. Like you can, you can see it that she just, she has this part of her that just loves gaming. And I mean, as an Xbox fan, as a Sega fan, I was a PlayStation fan at one point. You're watching PlayStation rake the consumer over the coals. Indeed. And you have the power to say, no, we can do better. And and this is where I go and say, she is Phil's protege, in my opinion. Matt Booty, I mean, he's great, but he doesn't have the gravitas she does. He doesn't get out there and, and speak with the people. You know what I mean? Like, like it's almost like presidential because I mean, you think about a, a multi-trillion dollar company, Madame you President. gotta be, you gotta, you gotta be something special. You know what I'm saying? And when she gets up on stage, yes, I mean, she's reading from a teleprompter. Let's be honest here, but 
the way she brings out the words. But when but when we saw her, you know, you know, go into court and deal with these weird questions, and she absolutely destroyed the prosecutor at that point. That's what we'd call them prosecutor because that's what it felt like it was like these weird and she destroys them and she has this confidence about her and we've seen that from phil you don't see that from anybody on the playstation side right now it's it's super silent and and this is our concern because we're in a world right now where if you relate to the people that you're trying to sell your product to you are going to get results and You've seen what she's done with Game Pass alone. She has done all the work behind the scenes. Yes, she might be, you know, somebody might come with an idea, but you're the the, the end-all, be-all to say, yes, this goes to Phil, and we'll ask Phil about it or not. You know what I mean? And, and it's one of those things because you're talking potentially hundreds of millions of dollars. You know what I'm saying? To, to get a game into Game Pass. And she has done that so well. Yes, there's been hiccup. I mean, last year was a hiccup. But we've all said, well, you know, ABK is in the wind. And I always said, you're going for an acquisition of this size. You shut up. I'm just saying, when you're when you're a multi-trillion dollar company, you shut up. You drop games that you can. They're not going to be like a huge deal, but you keep dropping games. And and we've seen this through, I mean, perfect example is Netflix. Look at them now. Everybody was like, oh, they're they're raising their guess what? They're raising their price. But I'll, I'll tell you right now, I'm still I'm still sub to it. I, I you know, like I, I like different things. Like I like to watch documentaries, I like to watch like full budget high-end movies full budget high-end series like they have all of it and 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 it's one of those things you can go from sports to to you know just full-on fantasy to to whatever you want and that's exactly what xbox indie uh you know high-end triple a um yeah we have a flop it doesn't matter that much because we got something else coming out and you know that's where you go and say matt booty i think he's gonna be quality control yeah, indeed. He's yeah, going to be like, yeah. he's going to be like, hey, like, this don't look right. Let's see if we can make this better. Let's bring in the A team. Remember, Phil said we should have brought in the A team. A teams like Coalition and and a bunch of these support studios that you know have this ability to work on anything. They, I mean, I mean, people could say what they want. The Coalition worked on Halo. People like there was like five or six devs that went. And, and worked on slip space. Like if they have skills and people stay there, they don't leave. You know what I mean? Like Mike Crump, he's the leader of the studio. He's been there for 20 plus years. You know what I mean? And, and, and he's been with Epic and everything else. Like he knows how to develop games. And that's where you go and say like nobody, like the people that are the talking heads are also the highest of the leaders. And yep. the other people get to sit there and do their thing. You know what I mean? Like, Sarah just takes, hey, I'm going to talk to the community. Hey, I'm going to respond to Lord Cognito and say thank you. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And But that 
that's something you don't see from the other side. You don't see it. And, and yes, like, like you said, boom, they're so busy. They have so much to do. They have to integrate ABK into this, but they still respond to the community. Yes. It might be somebody that's not like me. I'm very controversial. I don't expect them ever to say anything, but that's the point. And who better than her? You know what I mean? Like she will, she will lead Xbox into multiple generations. Yes, maybe at some point we're at the point where there are no consoles anymore. But that's when our internet is actually good enough. Like yeah. you still have people saying, "Hey, I'm getting fiber." Holy f! Like you know what I mean? Like I'm actually getting it. You know what I mean? Like I've had it, and still it has hiccups. We, we, Japan. That's why you don't see these sales, people. Because they're playing on their damn phone and their internet yeah, is like digital there, super they're, they're in, integrated. Yeah. It is, it is, it is magical. I have heard, I've watched YouTubers that move to Japan because it's cheaper than America, by the way. And mm-hmm. you move to Japan and you get a one bedroom that's like six, seven hundred dollars in US dollars. And if you were to go to New York, you're paying like twelve to $2,000 for that same place, same freaking layout and everything almost. And I, I just, you got to realize that every human and where they live has a different thought process on these things and what they focused on. And it just so happens Japan's like single player games. I mean, that's why Final Fantasy is up there because it has, it has a multiplayer element. And that's something that Xbox is stuck with. And, and it comes down to, you know, Sarah being that crux that's saying, hey, like, we can do it all if we want to. You know what I mean? And then Matt Booty being like, well, you know, like, we got to have quality here. Like, it's a team. Yeah. And you see the team. And that's where you're like, I'm, I'm excited for this. Like. I think that we're going to go into other levels because, you know, like Phil, Phil grew up in Microsoft, but at the same time, he has allowed people to make their own decisions. And I think personally, this was all, it feels like, okay, Sarah and Matt, you are, you are up above everybody else. And that's for a reason. And I think everybody's going to respect that. Okay. And then, you guys make the decisions, and when it comes down to brass tacks and you don't know, you can come to me. And I feel like Phil is like, hey, like I can kind of not be in the limelight as much anymore. And I think this is exactly what's going to happen. Sarah's gonna, Sarah's probably gonna lead the showcase. I think this this upcoming year. I, I would agree. Yeah, I, I I, you know what I mean? Well. Yeah. I I think she is she is well built and ready to lead Xbox into the the multiple next generations. You know what I mean? And then you have Matt Booty sitting there. He's he's a he's a stolhar. He's been there. He, he understands like where we've been and where we're going. It, it it is a perfect marriage and it's one of those things that you know, I feel like Phil was like, yeah, Satya, like we got to do this. You know yeah. what I mean? Because because no. I feel like I feel like PlayStation are probably like, hey Sarah, you want to come over here? You know what I mean? Like that's sometimes I, like you know, who do you who know. do you think? You know what I mean? Like because at the end of the day, like who do you think in gaming 
is going to lead you into the next level. And you have to actually be a gamer and actually understand it and have some intellectual thought process on how you're going to go about it. And she has all of that tenfold. And just congratulations to them both. But I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, I I know people are like, oh, it's going to be Matt. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's Sarah, in my opinion. Like, she, just, thousand, thousand, he has it. Yeah, yeah. She, <laughs> she, she's ultimately going to be the successor for, for Phil. But, Dred, before we move on to the Call of Duty conversation and I catch up on the Super Chats, I do want to get your, your, your hot take opinion about this. Let's talk the promotions for both uh, Sarah Bond and Matt Booty. How do you think that we, we as gamers are going to win because of this uh, promotion? Well, <laughs> okay. Let's see. Matt Booty, we saw the emails. So we already know that Matt Booty speaks softly but carries a bazooka. <laughs> he just yeah. wants to annihilate him. So, and, and you can see that Phil had to like put a leash on him to hold him back. So when, when you look at that, that is phenomenal. That's what you want. You want, you want basically agent uh, 47. You know what I mean? You want somebody that's going to be um, prim and proper. Uh, he, he's obviously laid back. You didn't expect that from him. You didn't expect him to be a killer. And that's what you need. You need something like that in leadership. You you could already tell in Phil that he has uh, restraint. And, you know, when it comes to everything, he's, he's turned everything around. And now he's got a team that are assassins, right? So when, when you have a team of assassins underneath you and you're, you know, you're the, the leader. I mean, Phil now just needs a, a furry cat or a bald cat, whichever, uh, <laughs> you know, and the throne, that's what he needs, man. I'm telling you, you do that. And, and you look at Sarah bond, you look at everything that she's doing. She is phenomenal. Yeah. Everything that she's got underneath her that she's doing. And that, and that's the beauty of it, right? I, I've used these football analogies before where, you know, the, the, the the coach we won't we won't name it you know any of these teams or any of that stuff but the coach was a killer coach because of his team that he had underneath him his leaders that were underneath him were actually running the show this guy was a buffoon he left because he thought he was all that he went to another team without the 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 support or knowledgeable uh team below him as leaders and he fumbled right and this is the same situation here phil has developed leaders underneath him. I'm not saying Phil is fumbling. No, far from it. He's mm -hmm. he's developing leaders underneath him and bringing them up. And that's that's the way that proper leadership should be. We've already seen what the other side of the pond has done. Uh, and they are falling apart on themselves to the point that Connie has, has left, you know, because she was let go. And typically, all right, so typically... Um, you get separation papers when it comes to stuff like this, uh, unless it is a hard fire. That's why even with Jim, he, it's not a hard fire. It's, it's separation papers, right? So there's a degree of um, before you move on, you have to have your next people below you. Otherwise the, the person that is above you has to micromanage their position and your position. So then that's what you see going on. So when it comes to upper management, 
Um, it's similar with the uh, separation papers, but they also have a contract in place, which does a monetary exit also. So depending on the contract, she may not be able to work for, I don't know, six months to a year or something like that. Um, well, but, she was fired. So it, 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 that's, it's, it's, that's the, that's, that's the difference. She, there, there, there is no NDAs that she's signing. Right. She's fired. But that's, that's the thing. Even when you're fired, it's it, because um, you still have paperwork to, to do on the outro. So depending on what the contract was with her hiring will determine on her walking out with the firing. Right. So her, hers was definitely more of a hard, fast fire. But she still has, because of her position, has some separation paperwork that she has to acknowledge. And she doesn't have to acknowledge technically. She can just, no, refuse to, to, to sign anything. So depending on uh, her lawyers and what's going on, yeah, uh, usually with all that, you're, you're literally escorted out of the building with security. That's what happened to Sean not... Layden, we found out, yep. thanks to uh, David Jaffe. Yep. And that's that's what happens. You are you are literally walked out with with security and it's usually police security, not uh, internal security guards. It's usually police there, because if you start freaking out like Jerry Maguire and try to you know collect any fish on your way out, because mm -hmm. when they cut you off, they cut you off. Mm -hmm. um, Jim is still around. You know that even though he, he, he did his retirement, he's fired. But there is a separation there. Right. So when you when you look at it like that, what's going on there? And you look over here, Matt Booty is getting shifted over because of how of um, um, uh, evil genius that he is <laughs> to, to take care of Bethesda because of the issues that they've had. You know, he's going to keep them in line. He's going to put that whip out and, and and make sure that there is no more flops. There's no more failures. We're going to succeed. And Phil's going to keep him in line on top of that to say, look, you know, make sure that everybody's treated right. Make sure this is and that. And that's going to go the same way with Activision. And that's where I could see Connie, you know, even though she's 60, I could see her uh, shifting over there and being like a mentor to the next generation that's going to be taking over Activision. So I can see stuff like that. And you already know Sarah Bond with everything that she's doing. She's already got people underneath her that she's mentoring into her last position. So we've been talking about, oh, the, the, you know, she, we could see that she's moving up. She's going to be doing this. She's going to be, you know, great for Xbox. And sure enough, we saw it. We know that they saw it. But she's also mentoring people. And you, you, you see when, when you have good leaders, they, ha they are mentoring the replacements. Because in order for you to move up without messing over the company, you have to have somebody below you and it's legacy bro yeah it's legacy yeah it, you can still hire from outside but hiring from within that's where you keep the mentality of how you operate and you see how um matt booty was he wasn't from within he was from outside and you saw how vicious he was and they had to restrain him and bring him back and bring him back up to speed on how it's supposed to be so this is this is just part of status quo when it comes to corporations um however on on the xbox side it's really not as status quo as you might think because they are doing far and exceedingly above what the normal status quo is they are putting the right people in place they're you know and that, and these these two, these two moves are power moves yeah these uh, that's, are that's definitely a fact. It. yeah these, and then these, as soon as 
as soon as um bobby whatever keep, yeah well no i, I just didn't want to say his name okay. <laughs> as soon as he's he's out with his golden parachute let's just shoot wholesome in, in some of those parachutes i don't know maybe we get some moths in that that eat golden parachutes mm-hmm. uh, you saw my short with the little body bag and um so <laughs> that's his parachute um we need to get another leader in there that's gonna be strong and 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 put everybody back in line and you know in the positive way not 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 the negative way it's, it sounds rough but you know get the leadership back the way it's supposed to be and and, and get it going because we've had some um hiccups with uh blizzard and we don't need that with with the rest of it you know blizzard needs to um come back and be as strong as they used to be when they were just themselves you know when they were separate well we'll see what, what mikey barra does if he's going to stay as a president there's, there's, there are some moves to, uh, that are going to be announced and i think we're not going to see any real movement until january of 2024 yeah. uh once bobby's gone you're going to start to see some 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 big some big changes i think they like like um fuzzy said they probably have a, like an idea of what is uh what is going to happen uh, but listen, we're here for it. At the end of the day, as consumers, we're going to win. Uh, as an industry, the industry is going to grow in in a better way. Microsoft is going to lead the way. And their brand, I, I, I talked about this during the beginning of the week, Sony's doomsday clock for not being out of business, but being market leader, because they have a, currently a death grip on that, is going to come to an end next year. And maybe it's even sooner. But listen, let me catch up on Super Chats. And then we're going to get to the last, and this is the big one. And I do want to, I'm just going to throw the topic name out there. I'm going to let you guys go ham on it because I have a lot to say. And I'll say what I have to say on the back end before we get everyone out here. Uh, Flash drops a very generous $2 super chat and says, Microsoft is not in the movie business. So WB should go through. That is very true. Um, they're not in the movie business. They are not in the comic business. So WB could, in fact, be, be something that they're investing in. That could very well go through it. I mean, it's a possibility, but it is a pretty big corporation. I mean, you know, big, you know, a big platform. I don't know. I don't know. We'll we'll have to see if 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 they if they decide to go after them or they don't. Dreadful Sean drops a very generous five dollars super chat and says, "All of this with games media reminds me a lot of the final season of The Wire. Big subplot involved a newspaper reporter making up news stories. I mean." Listen, they're all they're all in the pocket of Sony, man. That's a fact. Uh, the Black Viking, welcome back to the program, brother. He just wants this for clarification. He drops a two dollars super chat and says, "Hey, boom! This is launch data, not since launch. Whoa, that is tremendous. So, thank you so much for the clarification. That makes the numbers even worse uh, for Spider-Man Two in Japan. Uh, Bold Alpha Wolfpack drops an additional, very generous two. Dollar Super Chat and says, imagine a rated M superior Spider-Man game. I don't know if that would ever happen, but that would be dope. I'm I'm down for it. And, you know, obviously Wolverine is going to be M, M for mature. Um, risk it for the biscuit all the way from the other side of the planet. Risk it. Good morning. Or for you, I think it's good afternoon or even good evening. How you doing? He says, Madame President. It's, of course, talking about Sarah Bond. Indeed. Drawn TJ drops a very generous additional $5 super chat and says, I don't mean to disappoint you, boom, but may booty is higher on the chart, meaning for position. 
I listen. He's listed as higher, but I, 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 I don't really think that even matters. He's, you know, in charge of Xbox proper is is Sarah, uh, and she is ultimately going to hold uh, Phil's position. Whether that's because I think Phil's got like five good years left in him before he retires, and he also, you know, he said he, this is he's never been more excited for the brand that he is now. So I don't see him leaving uh, until maybe five years. We'll see. Uh, so thanks so much for the clarifications, uh, Jordan TJ. Appreciate that. Jim Boats drops a very generous uh, five-pound super chat. Uh, Jim, thank you so much for being here, brother. Thanks for the suggestion, and thank you for the generosity. He says, thanks for picking up the suggestion. It's our pleasure. I try to welcome everybody in here, and I try to read everyone's uh, you know, comments because that's what a good host is supposed to do. Sometimes I get overwhelmed, and I can't get to everyone, so I apologize for that. Fantas Archer. It's a very generous $5 super chat and says, assuming she wants it, give Activision the Connie booth just to stick it to Sony for their actions, LOL. I mean, she is a powerhouse C-level executive. She was with Sony for 34 years, and she has produced under her tenure some of the biggest PlayStation exclusives to date. I say even if she because she's 60, so she's you know she's she's probably coming around to retirement, but maybe she doesn't want to retire. Even if you hire Connie Booth, let's say you give her a three-year deal or a five-year deal, and you say, okay, set it up for someone in on your team to for your successor. That's how I would approach that. And yes, I, I'd give her Activision for sure. Uh Torino Johnson drops a very generous five dollar super chat and says. Wanted to correct the uh, cargo uh, anywhere access in shipbuilding in Starfield. It was a glitch that got patched, uh, got to be accountable when wrong. Um, I mean, listen, listen, it, it, we're all wrong at some point or another, brother. So listen, it's perfectly fine. Um, thank you so much for the, uh, the generosity. Highlander 001 drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, Look at Microsoft. Sarah and Matt got promotions. At Sony, people are being fired. A blind man can see PlayStation will have a rough year or two. Look, when you have someone in a position like Jim Ryan was for four years, decisions are made. Sometimes those decisions are good. Sometimes those decisions are bad. And it appears that those decisions were bad. So in order to refocus, it might take two, three four years for Sony to get back to the Sony that you like and you appreciate. And that's being dedicated to first party. But at the same time, they're still going to have to address gas games and they can do that because they have IP. The fact that we don't have a SOCOM announcement, the fact that we don't have a resistance full of man announcement, the fact that there's no twisted metal type of a gas game that could be used and played, not similar because rocket league is a sports game, but you you understand that they could make these big PlayStation worlds and have the these these cars drive around these worlds and they can sell you the cars. It could start off with, you know, a free-to-play game and you can buy skins. And, I mean, the business model is there. The fact that that's not been, uh, you know, even discussed shows why this PlayStation is spiraling out of control. Uh, and lastly, Tim the Sorcerer, who's been a channel member for 15 months, says, great show as usual. Thank you for that, brother. Great panel and chat. Just have a great gaming weekend, everyone. Whatever plastic box you like. Indeed, I, I love it. I, I love everyone. Play where you want to play. 
Uh, this week, I'm going to be playing Halo, Dead Space, and Alan Wake 2. I may get some Spider-Man in there as well. I'm, I'm ready to rock and roll. But Fuzzy Belvedere, let's move on to the final topic. I know that we're getting close to the two-hour mark. We may go a pinch over because I want everyone to kind of get their, uh, drop their bars, so to speak. My title is simple, but I think it's very pointed. It says this, and I want you to run, run, run rampant with it. Chat, feel free to throw to drop your bars here as well. Call of Duty players on PlayStation 5 and on mobile will fund the next Xbox game studio acquisition. Go. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, we already saw the, uh, the Call of Duty bundle for the new, uh, I guess you could say the slim PS5 slim mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, that having that, I won't say cash cow as far as mobile, but it is going to be kind of a cash cow to some extent with the microtransactions and things like people are going to be buying skins. People are going to be paying for seasons and things along those lines. That's going to go directly back to Microsoft and Microsoft gaming to help funnel uh, either money towards studios, uh, more marketing uh, uh, funding, or even to help you know secure some exclusives or, or third party deals to get day and day for Game Pass. So all of those things are, are now an extra revenue stream for Microsoft at this point. So as much as PlayStation guys want to say, oh, well, Call of Duty will be bad because Xbox owns it and still wind up buying the game anyway. Uh, and those that, you know, will probably pick up the console because they see it's a bundled thing and, oh, that's the game I want and it already comes with the console. All of that, well, I wouldn't say all of it, but, you know, that 70% or actually 80% because that's, I think, what the deal was for uh between PlayStation and Activision, all of those sales for that game are coming right back to Microsoft. So however you want to look at it, it is their new, um, you know, studio acquisition fund slash marketing push fund slash uh, third party secured from Game Pass uh, fund deal uh, moving forward. So it's whether you like it or not as a PlayStation fan, it, it's now going to help out Xbox, much like some of the well, the 20 to 30 percent they were making off of Call of Duty sales on their platform was going back to their first party studio stuff. Well, now that will also be the case. The The other 70 to 80 percent will be going to Microsoft and Xbox for their their first party and and the whole range of other things. So, yeah, it's it's going to be a great day, uh, especially considering you already have was it like 45 million uh, pre-reserves now that's not exactly sales on mobile, but that's basically, so you can have the app downloadable the the minute it's available in the either iOS or, or play store. But we all know how much um, or that we've, we've seen some, some of the court documents, how much call of duty mobile was bringing in. Like it was almost to the point where call of duty mobile, I think was like more than 50% of the revenue for call of duty as a whole and PC was the next biggest chunk and then PlayStation and then Xbox. So all of those, you know, particular, um, you know, platforms as far as customer base will definitely come back to, you know, Microsoft gaming and Xbox. And, uh, you know, when we see the next acquisition, especially considering they, I think Microsoft bagged like 20 billion in this past quarter. So yeah, it was, uh, it was 20, 20, it was almost 20. I think it was, I think it was 22.8. It was almost 23 billion in the quarter. Yeah, and, and 
Yeah, and they're not even really counting the ABK funding coming in just yet. I mean, that no. already goes to show that the money spent is already kind of returned or or they've already got or made it an additional amount of money with all of the hype surrounding the ABK movement forward and and so forth. So, yeah. Um next year, uh next uh what was it? Like E3 slash, you know, Microsoft ABK Bethesda showcase next year when they announce some new studios or if they announce a new studio in January, like they did, you know, a couple of years ago, um, yeah, you can expect that anything that is coming from, you know, Call of Duty now is going back into the, the gaming fund for, you know, Microsoft and Xbox. So be happy uh, as an Xbox fan and as yep. a PlayStation fan. Thank you for your support. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, and I know you being you being funny, but it, it, it's literally the truth. Like. I, I know that there were a lot of narratives, Fuzzy, where we saw many of the anti-Xbox community say, you see, Call of Duty helping pay for first-party development. Well, now the shoe's on the other foot, so to speak, because now, and, 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 and Crispy, I want to get your hot take on this. We learned yesterday, and, and, and you say the number, and I don't think people really can equate what I'm actually saying. Call of Duty Warzone has been announced for mobile. Okay, now I didn't know this, but I can tell you without a fact that we'll tell you for a fact that Call of Duty Mobile is played more than console Call of Duty. If you would have asked me that 10 times, I would have been like, you're freaking crazy. And that that's not in fact the case. Call of Duty Mobile makes more money than Call of Duty on console. Fact, okay? We learned yesterday that as of yesterday's date, which was the 26th of October, Crispy, Call of Duty Warzone has 45 million pre-registered players and the game doesn't release until spring 2024. By the time that happens, it could be 60, it could be 70, it could be 100 million, but it is going to literally be a mobile game for Xbox, for Microsoft, first party, that is going to allow for us as consumers to really see Game Pass taken to another level. Because not only are they going to double down on first party development, they're going to be in a position financially to uh, get those PlayStation-focused type of titles that people came to PlayStation for exclusives showing up at the doorstep of not only Xbox as a platform, but Xbox Game Pass as a service. It's just madness. Go. <laughs> well, it, it, you want me to go? Because let's be honest here. Next year is going to be pretty tout for single-player narrative-driven games. I mean, South of Midnight, possibly, Avowed, uh, Hellblade 2. Um, yeah. Actually, I, you might have a, a clockwork revolution in there. You, 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 know, you just have- never freaking know with Xbox. Like, yes, we used to be like, hey, we're going to get Gears, Halo, and Forza. Yay. Now it's like, 
well, <laughs> shoot, last year you showed us. I mean, people people forget. Like you still got State of Decay three out there. You you've got yep. you've got multiple different IPs that we just like forget about, and like they're still in development. Like, dude. I'm telling you, like they are trying to hit all of the cookie jars. They they are they are grabbing a cookie from every jar, and they're like, "Oh, multiplayer! Oh, gas like game! Oh, single player! Oh, let's in. go single player a little harder, real quick! Oh, we got Call of Duty revenue now. Let, let let's go let's go single player for a while, just to make them understand that you know." We we have actually seen above like like we always give Microsoft like I've been saying it like dude like where is Mixer you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. I think Mixer would be even better now than ever but they they chose to go after you know certain aspects which was really the content creators and not really just innovate the actual you know thing that they were making like come on like. You know, like you had something there and then you lost it. And and this is where, you know, we give Microsoft a lot of BS for because mm-hmm. it's just not right. But when it comes to the way they developed games, yes, they've had hiccups, but you have to find out an F around to actually realize where the, the wall stops. You know what I mean? And You've seen it with Halo. All of a sudden, Halo is like a big deal again. Yeah. It's not supposed to be. It released when? Think about that. 2021, right? So, yeah, throughout two years. Think about that. It, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be in in the the fanboy logic. It, it shouldn't be logical. And, and this is where Sony, they, they screwed themselves because... They release games, you beat it, and then you're sitting there on Twitter talking ish about the game that people are still playing, like Starfield, for example. It's it's a ridiculous thought process. And instead of calling out PlayStation, be like, where's the SOCOM? Where's the resistance? Where's all these games that have been dead for years? And you keep bringing us a Last of Us? And you can't even bring the multiplayer? Like, what are we doing here? And 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 that's where I go. And I, I'm like, PlayStation used to be like this innovator. They they were like 56K. You, you plug that big brick inside your PS2 and you could play some multiplayer games. And it was on a lower tier because, you know, Xbox was DSL. A lot of people don't remember that. You know what I mean? DSL was not a widespread thing. They stayed with it. They created Xbox Live. They did all of these things that have innovated the entire industry. And you go and say, oh, now we have the revenue from Call of Duty? Are you kidding me? You know what I mean? And then the mobile aspect, we have supercomputers in our hands. And boom, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Because we're old heads. I had a Nokia and I was lucky to play Snake. And that's all I, I, I'm going to tell you right now. What I have in my hand right now is incredible, okay? And and Microsoft's like, you know what? This is going to be even better in five to ten years. And it's going to be capable of doing whatever we want. But the one thing I love about them is they say, you know what? We can still release a console if that's what you want. You get yeah, it. Yeah, 
That would they, you, you, you get anywhere. it. That's the whole point. And, and, and they've been, and everybody clowned us for saying, you know what? That's not the worst idea I ever heard. Releasing on PC, that's not the worst idea I ever heard. Okay, I was a PC gamer at one point for like three to four years. You know what I mean? Like, and this was early when it wasn't anything. It, it's not even close to what it is now. And I look at it and I'm like, this phone has the capability of doing things that I never thought possible. Okay, and and some of us that are you know older, you know thirty plus, are like, dude, this is something special, and and then you look at, bring up the what I said about you know the Japanese market, like they're not actually buying physical discs, no, for the most that, part, that, that went away years ago. That population is is much higher than what they're showing for mm-hmm. all of it. You could add all those games up; their population is huge. Okay, and it is skyscrapers and everything else, and it is internet connectivity, and and just you know, like they could sit there and stare at their phone and and just do what the hell they want on that phone, and it's all with their their Wi Fi and and everything else. Not everyone's the same. Like we are super spread apart. Like yes, we have our like in New Yorks and Los Angeleses and all that, but. We are very spread apart. And as we, we come about, not everybody's going to want to buy an actual console. And that's the point. Microsoft's like, it's okay. You don't have to. And, and PlayStation's the exact opposite still. Yep. Like, imagine, like I said, if they released Spider-Man 2 on PC. I think it would have sold Gangbusters. It would have doubled, I, it, 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 at least doubled up the numbers. You probably have instead of two point five million player, uh, uh, you know, as uh, sales uh, in the first day, you probably would have five million easily. And, and that's the point. Like Xbox has already embraced this. They've already done this. Yes, they provide. You can you can buy it on Steam. You can buy it on Game Pass. You know, just subscribe to Game Pass is what I should have said. You, you could do all of these things, and this is where like. You know, the Call of Duty, you know, Warzone Mobile, if they have that many players, they're probably going to be like, you know what? Let's bring them in the Game Pass. Okay, you get, you, get, you know, you got to pay the $17, $18 a month, and you get all the games. You know what I mean? And you can get them on your Xbox, PC, and mobile. Or you bring out a mobile Game Pass, which we're all... I've been talking about that for, for years. And yep. and then and then and then Candy Crush, dude. My girl would go ham on well, that. Phil, Phil I'm, Spencer I'm was playing Candy dude. Crush on his Series X. That was reported by numerous people in the community. That's coming. That's around. And and, and and you know what? Why not? Yeah, exactly. Why, Why not? Yeah. not? Like like, hey, like I could play on a big screen Candy Crush, and that's my love. Like there are people that are like that. I understand that us hardcore, like, oh, I ain't down for that. Like, I've never played Candy Crush. Give I want you to understand. And I'm playing Candy, uh, Candy but my Crush girl, my girl plays Candy Crush like nothing. She plays all of these mobile games. Like, mm-hmm. she'll go from mobile to mobile to mobile, and she's got an old phone. And and, and like sometimes I'm laughing at her because I'm like, you have too many games downloaded. What are you doing? Like, that's why your phone's not working correctly. You got too much memory taken up. You know what I mean? Like, it can't do the functions. Like, when it has an update, it's like, nah, bro. 
Like I tried to explain that to her and she laughs at me. She doesn't care. But if she could just boot up the Xbox and play Candy Crush while I'm at work, she's going to do it. I'm telling yeah, you, you right now. You have to buy another Xbox. I, that I have a funny feeling. Uh, another S for sure. Um, <laughs> Something. <laughs> yeah, no doubt about it. Listen, before we did get the last two Super Chats and we get everyone to do the outros, folks, I do want to hear what uh, Dreadpool has to say. Look, Call of Duty is, uh, is, a, is a big brand. It's why Microsoft fought so hard to, to, to acquire ABK. And we know that, and, and it's the truth, the, 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 the most pointed part of the acquisition was mobile. And that's a and, and what we're seeing with the potential of, and again, I, I don't make a dime from this, folks. They're not giving me any money. But again, I'm looking at it from a consumer's point of view. We as consumers are going to have more choice in Xbox Game Pass. We're going to get more value for our service. And we're going to potentially get more studio acquisitions to bring us more content. So it is a W for all gamers and all Xbox players. What are your thoughts on the fact that PlayStation 5 gamers as well as mobile mobile players are literally going to be funding the next studio acquisition for microsoft i think the first thing we need to do is like this show we need to share it out and uh, make sure we get some more people to listen on this uh i meant to say it on the last go around but we kind of kind of got off on uh some tangents but no seriously this i mean that's that's what you want to do this this is business 101 right you want to get your marketing out there you want to get your competitors to pay for you, right? You want that. You want that out there. Um, you you want to be able to um, put your stuff out wherever it is that, even though your competitors are making money, you're making money off of them, right? And it's it's to the point where um, if they were to, because I saw WB uh, being brought up earlier, the only way they're going to get WB would be if the IPs come with it. And right now, with the way that Sony and PlayStation is fumbling and going in a downward spiral, it's going to be a hard sell uh, for them to get WB. I know they still want them, but uh, it's it's getting less and less unlikely. Um, but I know there's still interest there. Now, when you think about this, right, Apple has stated iPhone is the next replacement console what does that mean everybody laughed at that but wait a second we were just talking about the mobile market how huge is the mobile market how huge is call of duty right now on the mobile market we we've been talking about it uk dazarus when it when it first came out on the mobile market was playing and dominating right so you look at that and you're like oh wow you know this this is how big this market is getting and people forget, you know, we want these physical medias, right? Well, how do you get physical media on a cell phone market? You don't. Oh, wait, did we forget that for years the PC master race has been digital? Did we forget that? You know, we're it's heading into that 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 section. The 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 category of digital is is going to be your only choice. If you think about it, because again, cell phone market is going to become the console. And the fact that we actually have currently right now, these generations, and we know that the next generation is going to be console again, physical console. So we won't have to rely on our phones. Um, 
is, is huge. And, and if you think about it, again, this is what you want. You want to build your library. You want to build your 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 assets and make profit off of it to get again, build up, right? As creators, what do we do? We want to put money into what we do uh, and build up, right? You guys are buying games and building up your libraries so you can play the stuff later on. It doesn't matter when you can buy it now. I mean, um, alone in the dark, uh, I want to play, right? Alan Wake just came out. I can't, I want to play it, but I can't justify it right now with everything that I'm doing. I'm doing stuff right now that is building up myself, right? My, my company, my family, I'm building up. I will spend it when it's time to spend. And this is the same scenario with Microsoft and Xbox. It'll be when it's time to spend, we'll spend right now. It's time to get their ducks in a row, make sure management's in the right place, make sure that they can provide the value content that they've been proposing to us this whole time. Right. And, and move on. And wait a second, we can play what on the cloud. We can play our games on the cloud, right? We have these phones. Now my iPhone, you just dock it and turn it into a PC with, with a monitor. We can stream what we have here onto the monitor. All these cell phone games, we we're just talking about Candy Crush and Phil uh, Phil Spencer playing it on his Xbox. They might not be the Xbox. That might be the Xbox app. We don't know yet. But don't, wouldn't, that, wouldn't that be great if you can, yet again, integrate your PC, your Xbox, and your mobile and play anywhere? Wouldn't that be awesome to, to shift over? And that is huge when you look at the moneymaker that it's coming in and creating. You know, and that's that's um, it's kind of like setting up generational wealth. If you think about it, when you set that up, it's all going to just do it on its own. The money making machine. Yeah, they will be printing money. I mean, they've done it before. COD prints money. You know, uh, there's a lot of games that have printed money. uh, But, you know, sometimes there's a hiccup that fails. You never know. But when you have it in various baskets, various categories, um, just the, the variety of, in different places, because you are literally not gambling on one piece, you're gambling on a whole bunch of different assets, yep. and you're funding it through your competitors, it's a win-win. You, you know, Mind you, got, we haven't even discussed what happens next year. Right. When Call of Duty Gulf War is the first game to logistically drop day and date into Xbox Game Pass. Like we mm-hmm. haven't even really discussed that. It is look, like I said, folks, we, we don't we, on this panel, we don't cap for the trillion dollar company because ultimately we don't get a penny. We're not investors, right? We're not going to get a dime out of this. What we are going to get is a service that is going to consistently be upgraded with the content. You want you want to pay you, you you wanted Microsoft to justify the two dollar increase from fourteen ninety nine to sixteen ninety nine. Well, you you I, I think twenty twenty three is a perfect example of content overload. Forget the industry, just on Xbox Game Pass, there's literally too much to play. Right now, granted, I would have loved Alan Wake in there. I think RoboCop, my brother and I were discussing it. We think RoboCop should have been in there. 
There's a few other things that should have been there that did not get in there. But you can't argue the fact that your money that you spend per month, which is $16.99, when you compare it to the other guys. And like I said, there was a story that came out from VGC where one of the heads of, of, of you know decision-making for PlayStation Plus going up 40 bucks tried to justify it. It's a joke. $40 increase for their top-tier service that does not still, to this day, give you day and date pretty much anything. Because the last thing that they did was Sea of Stars, and even though that game is a potential indie game of the year, and it's phenomenal, Microsoft has it also. So it's not like it's a big deal. It was out on both services. Great for that studio, because they both got, they got two bags of money, which is great for a small indie studio. But ultimately... M- what Microsoft gives you is 10 times the amount, maybe even more than you that. Got Starfield, you, you got Starfield. You know, like, come on. You got more Starfield. You got Motorsport. Whether you liked Redfall, you don't. It's in there. Look, again, this is, we can go around and talk about the advantages of Xbox, which we will probably continue to do because there's going to be more information. I have a ton of stories that I haven't been able to get to, which we're going to talk about on Monday and Tuesday's Xbox shows. But I do want to get everyone out of here so you can start your Friday. I know people are are chomping at the bit to get to play Alan Wake. That's what I'm going to do. The minute the show was done, boop, I'm getting back to Alan Wake. Uh, sorry, I, sh- I stopped the footage a little early. There was a spoiler situation, and I, I, I you know, obviously, shout out to the gentleman in in the chat was like, "Hey, boom, this is spoiler stuff." It's really not. It's the beginning of the game. It's the first hour. It's it does it. It just shows you how to do like the the the, the crime solving. The one part that happens after that, I didn't want to spoil for anyone. Uh, so that's why I stopped and I gave you the Halo footage. And this is obviously early in the Battle Pass, which I have finished. But let's get everyone out of here, folks. But before we do, two more Super Chats popped in. Three more Super Chats popped in. Sapo drops a very generous $10 Super Chat. And she says, Xbox, if you're listening, and we know that they are, Sapo, why not have your own in-house awards to recognize indie titles, top Game Pass performers, and content that move the platform forward after TGAs. That is brilliant. They absolutely should have their own, you know, I don't know, they're not going to have like a whole award ceremony, but what they could do is have a for the fan, by the fan voting that votes on First party, second party, third party indie. Everyone that's on Xbox Game Pass. And it doesn't matter whether it's an exclusive or not. I think her idea is brilliant. And what it would ultimately do, and this is, again, please someone hire this woman. Hire her for marketing. What this would ultimately do, if they had these kind of awards, would remind you and me and everybody in this chat, on, 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 in the chat and in, on the panel, of games that you forgot about that released in January and February and maybe bring more eyes and hands to these games as well as, of course, what? Sales. Maybe you knew there was a game that you that you wanted to play, you wanted to buy. You Maybe you don't have Game Pass. Maybe now that you see all these games, you want to have Game Pass. There is so, that is a phenomenal, phenomenal idea, Xbox. If you're listening, let's talk about that and hire this woman. Get her on, get her on the team because this is a brilliant idea. 
Drawn TJ drops a very generous $5 super chat and says Sony and Microsoft have joint marketing for Call of Duty this year. Uh, there ex- uh, and there's an exclusive skin for Xbox. That's gonna, yeah, that, that, that this is the last year that's happening. I'm actually glad about that. I, I don't need exclusive Xbox skins. Uh, Sony's has rubbed that in the face of Xbox gamers for years. I'm honestly just glad it's going away. Uh, Alex Ferreira. Uh, drops a very generous 250 super chat. So thank you so much for the generosity. Two 250 pound super chat. Uh, hola, it makes sense. Uh, a sugar cube for oh, God. Welcome, um, Alex. And he says, and this is funny, folks. It makes sense that Spider-Man turned into a sugar cube because of ponies. <laughs> oh my goodness, the slander. And last and no way least, bold alpha wolf. Uh, alpha uh, bold alpha wolf pack. Drops an additional, very generous $2 super chat and says, if you haven't played Moon Scars, it's worth it. Indeed, it freaking is. Phenomenal game. Um, But let's get everyone out of here. And we'll start first with Fuzzy Belvedere. By all means, brother, sell the brand. We got to get you to 1K. That's it. Drop the link into the chat, please, for the love of Joe, folks. If you if you if you appreciate the work that I do, if you trust the opinions that I put out there five days a week, Monday through Friday, I'm here to tell you that Fuzzy Belvedere has an amazing, astounding channel dedicated to, of course, racing. But he also talks about here, there, and you know, he goes here, there, and everywhere in the gaming conversation. Please subscribe. I'd love to see him hit 1K. It'd be a really big deal for him and an even bigger deal for me to help another content creator cross a very, very important, uh, you know, boundary or, you know, or, or, or you know, across the finish line of a, something that's incredibly important to anyone that is a content creator. You get to 1,000, you become a partner. It's a big deal, folks. It is a really, really big deal. And if you, again, if you appreciate and trust what I say, please get over there and subscribe. By all means, brother, sell the brand. Well, just want to thank you, as always, for having me on. Greatly appreciate it. And always appreciate being on here with you guys, with Crispy and Dreadpool. And shout out to Web Dave. I know he had some last-minute stuff, but shout out to him as well. And always, boom, always greatly appreciate your help within this community and everything that you do. Uh, For those that want to hear my rambles and rants on anything gaming related, just follow me on the app formerly known as Twitter at fuzzy underscore Belvedere. You can also see me on Xbox Ultimate on Fun Speculations channel later on tonight at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Shop podcast tomorrow night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on PTK Blam's channel. And then right back here on Monday for Xbox Lunch Break Special at 12 noon. Look forward to seeing you guys there. Thanks again. Thank you, brother. Crispy Bomb, sell the brand, brother. Where where could people reach out to you on social media? And more importantly, where outside of this show can people find you occasionally, sir? Uh, not occasionally anymore. Uh, at Crispy Bomb on Twitter, Crispy Bomb 20 Xbox Live. And yeah, I won't be back here next week. But I do have Monday off, boom. Mm, so. Interesting. Well, you know, you know, you have the key to the front door, sir. So by all means, you'll join us. Uh, yeah, awesome. yeah. That that that. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Like it, Xbox likes to drop some stuff on Monday too. They do. I'm just saying. Right, they do absolutely. Uh, so we we will see what happens. But I mean, shout out to the chat and and shout out to my fine gentleman that I've I've been podcasting with for so long. <laughs> it feels like so. You know, it, it's one of those things like we are, you know, 
if you're going to be a gamer, be a gamer. You know, give give games credit where credit's due. I mean, there's some games that they come out broken, and you should give them the BS. And and you that's the way you. That's where you have to, you know, gravitate towards the fact that you have to speak up. And if you don't, nothing's going to happen. It's not going to Indeed. change. Yeah. And that's where I would leave it at. No, listen, dude, you're absolutely right. Listen, you, you, you don't you you can voice your opinion and you can do it in, in a politically correct manner. You can let the developers know that there's something that's not working about a game that you love without being a D-bag. That's that's an absolute fact. Cursing, threatening, screaming. Folks, you're not five. You're not ten. You're not throwing a do not throw temper tantrums at developers. If there's a problem, talk about it. If there's a company doing something that you're not a fan of, let your let your voice know be known on social media. Let the company know. When Microsoft F's up, everyone on this panel is the first one, but you know what? That's wrong. Straight up. And they listen. When Sony does wrong, when does wrong, and they've been doing a lot of wrong, we let them know about themselves. And same thing for Nintendo. Nintendo, they kind of they kind of doing their own thing. Nintendo has been for years, decades, marching to their own drum, and no one ever really messes with Nintendo because they don't care. They, they don't mess with the with, with the formula. Sony, on the other hand, well, this has been a pretty disgusting, egregious 2023 for the platform, for its fans, and for the company as a whole. It's disgusting what they have done. Uh, and we will continue to talk about it until change comes that way. And you know what? We don't know what's going to happen with Sony. Some people are suggesting that all of this trimming of the fat, so to speak, is to be purchased by someone like an Apple. We'll see. But Dreadpool, by all means, brother, let's sell your brand. Let's bring you in on the conversation. Um, you can find Dreadpool, folks, at linktree.com slash Dreadpool youtube.com slash dreadpool twitter at dreadpool or x uh, tiktok at dreadpool hover.gg slash dreadpool you can find him also here each and every friday when of course he can be here uh at 10 a.m for breakfast with boom and you can also find him folks on gaming beyond the box on sundays at 7 p.m eastern with wilmy hood and that crazy gang. Talk about it, brother. Say your brand. Yes. Um, as always, um, love to be here. Love you guys in chat. Um, and you guys have been relatively um, fire with the conversation and very respectful of each other, which I love to see. I love to see chat uh, interact with each other, uh, difference of opinions, but yet still uh be respectful of each other so no banning none of that stuff didn't even have to worry about that you guys are awesome but again um thanks to the panel for 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 being here and creating this uh wonderful show we got to get fuzzy up there too you know, fuzzy's like right there man you know we got to get him some some love too uh he does do wonderful work and you know crispy's crispy he will tell you his truth uh <laughs> until he gets his indeed channel. he will yes yeah follow him so that way when he does push out his channel he's ready to rock and roll uh but again thank you um game beyond the box uh and, and you know with uh breakfast boom you guys know my october is really booked so you never know when you're going to see me uh i'm obviously not going to be there this sunday i'm going to try to be there and chat and say hello to everybody um but definitely check out the youtube um, it's dreadful. All link. I've already put the link in the chat, and I'll I'll do it again real fast. 
Um, I've got a whole bunch of horror content with uh, Halloween houses and and stuff like that. Um, it's just the shorts are funny. Some of the stuff that I've had for Good Morning Xbox uh, because I haven't been able to again be there to help out with with things. I've thrown shorts out there for them. Um, we just you know last night went to Hollow Scream. Uh, last week we did Universal Studios. This past weekend we did, um, uh, which was graciously, I got to thank the Orlando Fairgrounds for giving me uh, uh, media passes and um, letting me go. So be prepared to see that video also. I need them to approve it once I'm done. We just had some personal family stuff going on that I had to like step away from work. And everything so again love you guys i appreciate everything you guys do and help us out with everything so um I, I i don't know what else to say but oh yes definitely as always anytime it doesn't matter just because i said it during the holidays any time of the year 365 dms are open i will listen i may interject here and there but i am not a professional but if you just need somebody to vent to I'm one of the guys that you can do that. Um, boom, I forgot the number you said. It was a 988? 988 is the uh, suicide hotline uh, for here in, in the United States. It is seven days a week, uh, Monday through Friday, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. You can do uh, have conversations anonymously, um, and it don't cost you anything. If, you, if you're struggling, folks, if you need help, if you need someone to talk to, Definitely shout out to Katie Babs over at Sirius on Octane. Uh, she talks about it every day, and I want to I want to take her platform. I want to kind of pay it forward and 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 listen. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid. If you need help, you need help. It's 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 okay. It's okay to need help. It's okay not to be okay, folks. Yeah, and we're we're always there for you guys. So indeed, indeed. Uh, oh, one one more special thing. Uh, Clark Osborne. Tomorrow's his birthday. Happy birthday oh, to them. Happy early birthday, Clark, uh, yeah. uh, Clark Osborne. Welcome, and uh, thanks so much for being here, brother. Super appreciate it. Yeah. Hopefully you have an amazing uh, birthday weekend. Make sure you take both days. You know, it counts. And Yeah, Friday, double it up. Saturday, Sunday. Double, double it up, it up. absolutely. And then and don't Wednesday, be afraid to have an extra piece of cake. I'm sorry, just don't. This past Wednesday was Death, was <laughs> Death Dealer's birthday, and I was also on Dusty Uno's uh, show doing oh, a... Nice. Um, a one-on-one with his uh, return to podcasting. He took a little hiatus. And speaking of Web Dave, we are doing a Halloween special on Saturday, Saturday for members yes. only. So myself, Delph Dealer, and Silent um, Silent Cipher will all three be there with uh, Retri and Web Dave. So definitely check us out on Saturday if you're a member. If you're not, join. To become a member and check out what we got to say so again thank you all appreciate it let me let me finish this way we can get out of here <laughs> all right listen thank you so much for always hanging out appreciate you being here and obviously for crispy bomb for fuzzy belvedere for dreadpool this has been the friday edition of breakfast with boom hopefully you enjoyed yourself next friday folks very very special event mrs boom's birthday bash it's going to be her third annual, third or fourth annual birthday bash for Mrs. Boom. We're giving away $500 worth of gift cards. That's right, 10 $50 gift cards to PlayStation, Xbox, and, of course, Nintendo eShop. Uh, and, again, I know some people, hey, listen, do you do Steam cards? Normally, we don't. I did do that for somebody because I had one 
but I don't I don't normally have those cards. Um, but listen, all you got to do to win, folks, is be in the chat. Uh, and the first five winners are going to be picked from who are channel members. That's how it rolls. That's Mrs. Boom th- thought, and 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 she put that into production because it makes sense. If you support the the channel through channel membership, you got to get some advantages. We don't do any extra shows. Occasionally we do, but we don't have it like you know for members only stuff because I already do five shows a week. I just there's only so much time in the day that I have. But thank you for all the channel members that continue to support this channel thank you for all the super chats that have come in and they allow us to do the big giveaways and of course i'm going to close out the show with something that's incredibly important to me folks hopefully one day it'll be important to you that's something that my dad posted when we were kids and he would say craig treat others how you want to be treated and also it doesn't cost anything to be nice you live by those rules craig i can guarantee you you're gonna have an awesome day so take care everyone Have a great weekend. Enjoy gaming on whatever console you enjoy gaming. And we'll see you next week on the newest episode of Breakfast with Boom. Boom.